One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the BTW Beginner to Winner PvP podcast. My name is Chris, aka AstroZombie954. And my name is Jacob, aka Dino El Magico. And today is Sunday, April 11th. It is uh, our time, probably an hour away. Yeah, an hour away from yeah. uh, the start of Snivy Community Day. Or we call it Stardust Community Day. Stardust Community Day, <laughs> exactly. I stocked up on pokeballs and i bought a bunch of how many how many star bo- pieces uh, pokeballs did you stack up i think i've got like 250 regular balls and then another 200 and something great and 200 like 197 i think in ultra oh so i, I think, let the gotcha burn over- through the <laughs> the pokeballs and then i anything I think, else i think i went overboard i have like 900 uh regular pokeballs oh my gosh and then 400 ultra oh wow okay <laughs> <laughs> because like sometimes like when like when i'm playing community day it's just like i i want to have the gotcha running i don't want to worry about like oh I'm, i ran out yeah uh with this usually it lasts me like the whole day so yeah. i, I want to be like go with it and not worry about it like i need to yeah. run to a poker stop or something or buy pokeballs yeah, that uh, that two hundred I know will be gone in like the first hour. So <laughs> as soon as yeah, because uh, the gotcha burns through those things. Yeah, it does, man. It really does because like it, you would think like, oh my god, like you actually take the time to catch each one of them. It takes what thirty seconds, maybe mm-hmm. sometimes, and the gotcha is like does it in like two seconds. Yeah. So either catches it or it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, I think that's why some people use prefer like the 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 go plus that they put out or the the pokeball plus for the switch yeah because you actually have to press the button on it for it to catch the uh, pokemon yeah, yeah. I, I had that one but yeah. i'm like i'm too lazy to keep clicking that yeah <laughs> I, same thing <laughs> i was like i just want to put it on auto and let it go <laughs> just for let real. it go i, I wasn't so, about it but, yeah um, how was uh how was your week uh it was good I actually did some random, random thing, but I did some trades with a local. Basically, did it where you know that you you're guaranteed XL candy when you trade at like a certain distance. Mm-hmm. So basically, we kind of drove in the mid, like between like where to meet up, where it would be um, enough for the XL candies, 
uh, to get one basically per, per trade. And I did that and we got, we did the trades that we did. We got the XL candies we wanted. And then he got, uh, we got two lucky trades just doing random trades, right? Oh, that's awesome. And he ended up getting two lucky hundos. Oh my gosh. From a random trade, yo, in one of them. No, actually two. It was a, a hundo Galvantula and a hundo, uh, Diggersby. Uh, can, can you believe that? That's awesome. I was, I was so mad. Like my, my, mine lucky ones were trash. Oh, I did a trade. I think it was yes, yesterday with one of my kids. He wanted one of the frillish that I had. And so I was like, okay, let me see. And he's like, Oh, I'll give you this one. And I looked and it was, it was a, uh, Kingdra. And I was like, okay, sure. I was like, you know, and he trades it to me and it ended up being lucky. <laughs> it's, <laughs> and it's did a it, 15, 15, 14, 14. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, Those are like really nice surprises. Yeah. It's, it was, it was cool. I mean, it's like terrible for even ultra, but I don't know. I don't know what the yeah, same max I mean, is out at. I feel like mine, mine is, uh, let me double check. Like, I think mine is, uh, somewhere around that. Uh, or mine actually might be the old rank, really like high up. Okay. Yes. Actually, no, mine is actually pretty good. Mine is, uh, four, 15, 14. Mm. And I think that was like an old rank two from before XL candies, but I don't think yeah. it matters too much with, uh, uh, Kingdom. Yeah. Uh, this one ranks, I think it like, it says 50. 57 percent okay but it's only gonna cost me like thirty thousand stardust to get it up to ultra league level so i don't care you did you did, you did mention right that you didn't have one for ultra league. i didn't have one for ultra league uh, oh. i mean i have i have one but it's like like 400 cp and yeah. it's gonna be like a ridiculous amount of candy and then xl candy to get it up there so <laughs> This one, yeah, I'm no. like, oh, this one is only going to cost me like, it says thirty six thousand, so that'll be the one I power you up. Always, so. you, yeah, see, like the thing with me, like I'm a, like really like impulsive with like certain things I want to try. If I have the dust and the candy to do it, like I'll do it. Like, and I don't really like wait to get necessarily wait to get it, uh, good ID ones. Uh, that's like a really bad habit of mine. Yeah, because I end up I end up having to spend like like triple or double the star does like once i find a good one with like good ivs yeah and yeah i i used to be like that i've gotten a little i've gotten better Mm -hmm. at it the one that i'm not like being super patient with is frillish um (laughs) for at least for a great league one to for jellicent so i have one that's like an 80 so it's like 80 or 86 and i was like okay that's it i'm not gonna bother trying to find someone to trade and do a bunch of trades and yeah no i, I still really, end up with like, one yeah we we need we need to like i'm like hoping like i keep like thinking like we never actually have gotten lucky trades and i'm like it's been a hot minute since we became best friends on on the game so i'm like yeah what the heck they don't like us oh no <laughs> i need more lucky friends <laughs> yeah I've got I've got a bunch, but none of them. I don't think any of them live here. <laughs> really? <laughs> or they don't live by me. Um, no, I think most of them are either in like South Miami or like Tampa or Damn. somewhere out of state. 
I think I have like Man, five. You, you you really need that uh, worldwide trading, huh? Yeah. Well, and then there's like one one of them that I've had. Uh, let's see. I think I've had him as a lucky friend for almost a year now. Jeez. And he lives somewhere in my area. I just can't <laughs> find the guy. I've checked like all the local like discords, Facebooks, everything. It's it's can't crazy find you say that. Because there there is somebody that is lucky I became with lucky friends maybe almost a year ago. And like I know for a fact that they live in Boca. And he's even in I think two or three uh chats like WhatsApp and then Discord. Mm-hmm. And every time I tag him, like there's no answer. Like direct yeah. message, nothing. So, so I'm just like I'm in, I'm contemplating of deleting him. Well when when they did like the long distance trading I just, anyone yeah. that was, like, somewhere within my vicinity, like, within that 40-mile radius, like, I was just sending blind ones. Because I'm like, listen, you're not gonna, I'm never gonna meet up with you. Like, <laughs> let's that's, just see what true. happens. Like, a Russian roulette with lucky trades. So. <laughs> yeah, usually, I usually try to, like, prioritize, like, the people that have, like, closer to best friends or best friends to get lucky. Mm-hmm. And then go, obviously, with our Patreons to send gifts because you know that i've mentioned that i don't have that many gifts per day so yeah. i gotta make sure i like send it out to the very few people that i i can you gotta try and get that uh that fountain outside your house to be uh bro i'm still waiting on that i think i've been waiting like a week now oh that's that's not that's not bad sometimes it takes <laughs> a while actually f- surprisingly i did right outside my complex there's like a little water fountain yeah, you did it thing. too after. <laughs> yeah, I did oh. it, and it got approved within a week. So what? I Wait, guess was my this area... like before or after we I mentioned the one that I told you about? After. It was after. Oh, what? Dude, okay, then it's definitely <laughs> been more than a week. They, someone told me that you can actually like take an exam to kind of like judge if yes. you can make something at Pokestop. I didn't yeah. know that. I had yeah. no idea. It's, I'm clueless with these things. If it's not PvP related, I have no idea. <laughs> but you should you should go on there and do it because it gives you like everyone who's nominating Pokestops around you. Like you can go farther out if you want, but it gives you like your general area uh, around yeah. your your address. So mm-hmm. you never know. Someone may have done put that in there already, and hmm, interesting. It's been sitting there and it's waiting for someone to to prove it so. i did not see it that way yeah so have you taken it yeah yeah i took it it's easy yeah i know i think yeah, it, it didn't take me it was pretty easy okay i'm gonna do it then. <laughs> yeah and so, i th- don't think i failed it i mean i know i failed like my permit course for my driver's license the first time <laughs> so it's easier than that <laughs> okay that's easy though. i, I yeah. think i get passed in the first time so <laughs> nice Okay, so then you'll be fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so this this week's episode, we're not going to go over Prismatic Cup, because we did that pretty in-depth last week. We have... It's supposed to start today, but I think I'm going to push it out an extra day, so we can get some more the BTW Extended Tournament. I don't know if you saw, I posted throughout a little little challenge to everyone that if we can get 15 or more that I would give a $35 g- 
gift card to first place and a ten dollar to second place. So oh, true. let's see well, if we can get it, and you know. So <laughs> I, I think that should make people uh, take more initiative. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. Because <laughs> I mean, it was I mean, many, it was fun. We had eight last time. Do that. Yeah, yeah, it was eight. So. Yeah, and it was it was fun because it was eight people. They were all good players, so yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I think what was it? I think I counted like yeah, they were all good players. They they've yeah. all won. They've all swept um, uh, a tournament themselves, and it was mm-hmm. I'm sure. I think that was where the one that Miami Doc was the one that swept yeah, it. He swept it. Yeah. So all right, so we're gonna do that. So we're gonna skip over that this week, and then we're gonna jump. We're going to go um, talk about what's going on with the in-game, and then we're going to kind of settle into GBL this week and kind of go over the Remix Cup and just some questions that I've been thinking about that I wanted to go over with Dino, and then we'll go over your questions and answers. So let's get started with the in-game news. So, in-game news. So, we've got, when this comes out, we're going to be a day into Rivals Week. Um, yeah. And this is one that I am actually pretty excited about. Um, mm-hmm. So, we've got we've got some good sets of spawns. Um, so, your spawns for Rival Week are going to be... It says, Pokemon known for their rivals will be appearing more often in the wild, such as Hypnochan, Hypmonlee, I can't, uh, Makuhita? Makuhita. (laughs) 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 Yep, there you go. That one. Uh, Metatite, Zangoose, uh, Viper, and more. I wonder what would the uh, and more be? I'm kind of intrigued. So. Oh. It's anything with rivals, anything rivals. So, there's also. Oh, uh, Magmore. I yeah, like. probably. Uh, yeah. If I see a whole bunch of those, I'm gonna just. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just want to see Meditate. Like, to forget those XL candies. Yeah. Well, I've got. I've also got a ninety. I think it's like a ninety-eight percent Hitmochan for Ultra League mm-hmm. that I need XL candy for. He's yeah. already at level forty, so he's just in the XL candy right now. So I want to. Okay use that to see how how that works um that maybe try that out in ultra and see <laughs> <laughs> um and I'm, then you know zangoose i need to get that shiny oh yeah. uh, do i have a zangoose i'm trying to think i, I my think son I my son flexes it on me all the time he's like daddy i've got a flex i've got a shiny that oh you don't yeah have. it's blue right yeah, it's blue. He's actually no. got two that I don't have. He has that one, and then he has the shiny Sableye. Dude, that's crazy. I actually, I actually don't have it. I think I actually I have it in my other account, but I don't have it in my main. Yeah. <laughs> that's so. what actually wasn't it? Wasn't it like only spawning like somewhere else before? Like we don't really see that here, right? No, he got both of them at GoFest. Okay, so that's where okay, this that's go where fest got last year. His first, his first shiny of the day was Sableye, 
and then his second one was Zangoose, and mm-hmm. he like he still every time he's like going through his shinies, he'll be like, "Daddy, how many shinies do you got?" I'm like, "Oh, I got this," <laughs> and he's like. He's you straight, know which ones you don't have? You. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you know which ones you don't have? You don't have this one, and you don't have this one. <laughs> I'm like, you're absolutely Dude, right. <laughs> and all so, you can do is just, like, put, put your head down, and he's like, I know. <laughs> yeah, I, well, good for him. And he and he puts it as his buddy, too. Like, uh, he'll, he'll put the Sableye in there and just send yeah, me watch gifts. Watch him nickname it, it's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So those are going to be your spawns. From 5k eggs, we're going to have Machop, Tyrogue, Elekid, Magby, Mak- Makuhita. I always, yeah. I always say it like with the weird things. Like, Makuhita. Like, yeah, Makuhita. <laughs> Makuhita. <Yeah. laughs> uh, I know Metatite, what weird, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Metatite, Zagoose, and Viper. So those are coming out of your eggs. Then... Raids, we're gonna have Nido Queen, Nido King, Zangoose, Viper, and more that will be appearing in raids. I love when they do the end more because it's I know, like, man, they gotta leave you guessing. Like, I hate that, actually. To me, it's like they don't know what they're gonna do, it's but like, they need to put something out. out. We're gonna put yeah. that, we're gonna <laughs> put that just, there. Yeah, instead of just being like, hey guys, that. we don't know which ones we're putting out yet. So, <laughs> so the two, uh, then there's one other. So Team Rockets will be taking over more Pokestops and their balloons will be appearing more frequently. Hopefully they've got this whole Team Rocket freezing your game say. thing figured out yeah. because I, I haven't touched one in like three days because everyone keeps saying the minute you touch it, it freezes. So I'm going to stay away from that until I see something that says it's safe to do it again. <laughs> so there's two cool things that are happening during this week. So the first thing, well, three, uh, is the Theory Inform Landorus will be coming out. And did they, I didn't really look at it, but did they end up nuking the move, the uh, move set? They like say they, they did are, the other two? I, they haven't, they haven't released anything yet. Okay. So probably tomorrow or maybe a little bit before, before it uh, comes Tuesday. out. Yeah. Because if it has the moveset it's supposed to have, this thing is going to be a beast. When oh yeah, people, it comes people, out. I'm like, if that's the case, I'm more like, I'm actually gonna. That's one Pokemon I'm gonna actually prepare for Master League. Yeah, well, I think it comes in also when is you catch it from Reigns. It comes in under the 2500 cap. I know my regular Landorus. I have one from that's Master League eligible, and then one that was uh, Ultra League. So does this one look cool? Because I know that the the one that we have now it looks like like a retarded bird. Yeah, no, this one this one looks like like a big like tiger. Oh, okay, yeah, that's cool. This one's cool. Yeah, I like it. So if they don't nuke that move, that thing is going to be awesome. So let's let's oh, cross yeah. our fingers for that. So there's that. Then it says. Enjoy the Rivals Rivals Week Challenge and a Global Challenge Arena. So kind of like what they did during GoFest, where they had like the global task list. And then if okay. you got yeah, it, yeah. then you got extra. So it's like that. So it says, all trainers around the world can work together to win raid battles and unlock a two-time Stardust catch Stardust bonus during the event. 
Hell yeah. An entire <laughs> week of two times catch Stardust. That would be insane. Yeah, I will have my game open. If we get this, I will have it open all day and I'll probably burn some money on, on star, on star pieces. <laughs> Cause. Oh yeah. That's what I was thinking to do. Like, did you get, did actually that brings up another point? Did you buy star pieces for this uh, event? I bought the box. I always buy okay, like the that community box, um, and but I think it comes with four. Is 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 it like thirty minutes each though? Yeah, so that'll only last me two hours. Two hours. So I you, had like fifteen. Need... So. Oh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't use them unless there's a Stardust event or oh, like no, a Stardust that hour. 100%. Yeah, because that's what I used it to. Or I if I'm it. having, if I go on a good run in GBL, yeah, like. I'll use I'll use it because you can normally get like two sets mm-hmm. on one star piece. Yeah. So like if I see the, if I went like four one, then before I do like the claim your prize or whatever, I'll mm-hmm. pop the star piece and then claim it so that I get the double stardust on that because you know I think that's like it ends up being like nine thousand or ten thousand stardust. So. No, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, so that's good. So. Cool. There's that, so that's going to be exciting. And then we've got two new Pokemon that are yes. going to be released. So the first one is, uh, you know, you, you, these- okay. Like this disclaimer is like we, <laughs> well, at least me, I stopped playing at a certain point where I don't know how to pronounce these. So like the only way I knew how to pronounce names for Pokemon's is because I used to watch the show. Yeah. So once I stopped watching the show after a certain season. Like, I had no idea how to pronounce them. Yeah. I mean, I I watch the show, like, I watch it with my kids. I watch it by myself, too, like, just because I like it. But I don't know how to pronounce these two. Um, So it's Skrelp. I'm guessing, like, Kelp, but Skrelp. And then Clauncher. That's what I'm going to go with, Clauncher. That's what I'm going to go with. I think you I think you, you did really well in that second one. Yes. <laughs> and and just so it's kind of funny cuz last week we talked a lot about a specific electric bird. Yeah. Legendary electric bird. <laughs> and <laughs> I think it was Fighting Gobbler called me out that I call it by the wrong name. It's yeah, it's I- technically Zapdos and I call it Zapdos. <laughs> and I will forever call it Zapados. So it sounds to me, Pokemon messed up that name, not me. I didn't mess it up. They messed up. They forgot that extra A because Zapdos is there. There should be a, that A between. It should be Zapdos. It's, it's funny. That's funny. So, uh, Pokemon Company, get your get your names right because you're naming them wrong. So <laughs> get um, it straight. <laughs> yeah. So these two are. Pretty interesting. Yes. Um, not their base forms, but their evolved forms. Yeah. So let's see. So for I think for the most part, both of these at least they're both two stage evolutions. There's not a yeah. I don't no, think there's, there's a third stage for either one. There is, but no, I was looking only, at yeah. least for the second evolution. I think it's called Cla Clatzer. Clotzer. Yeah. yeah Clotzer. His attack stat is pretty, pretty high up, but the defense and stamina is kind of like average. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, at least both for... of these. Yeah, from what I saw, it looks like both of them. Like one has a really high attack stat, and then like mediocre, like in, like decent stats, like defense and stamina, and then the other one has better defense and then okay attack and okay stamina. Yeah, that, that's uh, the poison dragon one, which I, I'm gonna let you pronounce that one because. Let's see. All right, here we go. Drag draggold. Draggled? <laughs> it sounds right to me. Yeah. Which, um, which, which, something that's crazy though. That one is a dragon and poison, obviously, but it's a dragon that can beat Azu. Mm-hmm. That's, that's insane. Yeah. So let's start with, um, uh, claw, claw it, sir. Okay. Um, I want to call it Alka Seltzer. Like when Dude, I look at it. Say that too. <laughs> I look at the name and I'm like Alcazar. It's, it's funny you say that so. because I, I'm like I, when I ever I do get sick, that's what I take. But uh, f- for the Alcazar's cold version, yeah, not the one for the stomach. <laughs> <laughs> so it's base. So this Pokemon maxes out at level forty at twenty seven sixty three, level fifty thirty one twenty four. Its attack stats are two twenty one. Uh, defense 171 and stamina 174. So this one has crazy high, uh, attack stats, but everything else is just like in between. They're not terrible at all, but you know, it's, it's not, you know, amazing. Right. And that's, that's um, the stats for it being maxed out, right? So that is being maxed out i believe so obviously you know depending on your ivs all that changes but those are your base stats on it yeah so like the stats this i guess the rank one for great league it would be uh it's gonna be a level 20.5 with uh attack of zero defense 13 and uh stamina 13 so 0 13 13 for mm-hmm. rank one and the at like, well at least the the range that it has for the attack, depending again on your IVs, uh, it will range from attack one thirty two to one forty two, and the defense uh, one hundred point nine to one hundred thirteen point nine, and then stamina one hundred two to one hundred fifteen. So that's it's, not it's not it's not terrible. It's not terrible. It really I mean, is. it's better than a lot of PvP water Pokemon. So. Yeah, the only thing that just like it has me like really like confused right now though, it's that if you were to check it in PV Poke, because it's, it's already there. I'm not sure how this works out, but it loses to Stunfisk, Galarian Stunfisk. Hmm. And I'm not really sure how, maybe because the defense is somewhat low. It could also be its movesets. So, <laughs> fast moves, water gun, smackdown. So, your water move isn't great. And then, smackdown is good, but against Galarian Stumpfist, doesn't really do too much. Right. So, I that's probably it right there. And then it's charge moves, water pulse, dark pulse, ice beam, crab hammer. I mean, if you hit it with a crab hammer... Unshielded, it should 
I mean, I think do enough damage because you'll get the stab and then crab hammer is like one of the better, you know, water type charge moves. Mm -hmm. But I would, I would say it loses because of the fact that its fast moves aren't that great. Oh man. That's really mean though. Yeah. So I think with this one, I mean, it just depends. Water gun is, is terrible. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, it adds up, but, like, I kind of see it sort of like a, a lick with less energy gain, in a, in, yeah. in a sense. I know that I've seen Water Gun, like, like melt down Pokemon, kind of like a dragon breath. But I, I just feel like the only reason why I probably would lose is because the, the defense and stamina that it has. Yeah. So, yeah, because, what, so Glaring Stumpfist is ground and steel. Yeah. I think it's just because I think what is it? What is PV poke have it running as its fast move? Smackdown what? or no water gun? As a running water gun. Um, and yeah, I mean it beats like a lot of fire Pokemon and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah, that's crazy. May it, it, yeah. it loses obviously in the one versus one, but I, I feel like you probably beat it in the two two shields for sure. I yeah. I also see which I don't think it's very very good news for this Pokemon is that I don't see any other like fast moves that it can learn that it's actually good. Yeah, I think that's what I'm looking at. Uh, yeah, the same. And it's a monotyping, yeah. so it's only water. Yeah, it could be... I don't know. I feel like it'd be definitely a spicy pick, for sure. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be like meta-changing at all. Um, no, I think... So, you would definitely what, Ron Crabhammer? Yes. And then Dark Pulse? Um, or Ice Beam? Because I feel like I, if you're already running Crab Hammer, like, it's really... I feel like Ice Ice Beam would be ideal for flying Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Because a water Pokemon, you know... Like, let's just say if you were to go against, like, a, an Altaria, your waters are resisted by the dragon typing. So mm-hmm. Ice Beam would be nice. Uh, Skarmory, probably... Uh, it, it it just really depends. Also, coverage against uh, grass Pokemon. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like Ice Beam would be the way to go. Okay. Kind of yeah. kind of like in Polion having Jopek for fighters uh, and grass Pokemon. Gotcha. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So the other one is dra- drag old draggle draggle <laughs> It is seaweed that is dragon. It's a Pokemon that lives in the water, but is not a water type. It is dragon poison. So uh, at level 40, CP is 2383. Level 50 is 2694. So this one is going to be Great League and Ultra League. It's not going to get strong enough to do anything in in Master. It's attack stats, 177, defense, 207, stamina, 163. Do you have what the... What the... PV Poke? The stats are for it at Great League level? Yeah, so at Great League level, uh, first you want to have the IVs of... It's going to be a level 24, 0, 15, 13... Uh, for rank one and the mm-hmm. range of attack, defense, and stamina will be the following 
The attack will be ranging from 114.6 to 124.3. The defense will range from 131.2 to 147.6. And then the stamina will be ranging from 103 to 117. So overall, it's kind of like, kind of balanced in a way. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of why it has that little, I guess, ed- like edge over Azu. Yeah. Which I'm still a little confused based off the moves, uh, move sets that it has on Pokemon Go, or it will yeah. have. So before we do the move sets, yeah. so this is going to resist Bug, Electric, Fighting, Fire, Grass, Poison, and Water. So against Azu, those bubbles are going to do nothing because that Dragon typing makes it resist. Um, right, and then the, the water the damage very. <clears throat> Which and the the fairy it's fairy going would be neutral neutral because of the poison. So what I'm confused about is oh no never mind I see ice never mind. <laughs> so it's weak to dragon ground ice and psychic. Okay, so ice beam ice ice beam would still do a lot from Azure. Yeah, it says 160 percent damage. So yeah, it's it, it'll still it'll still do a lot. So, the, the it's, I think what's that, throwing everything off is I think this is, and you know, you can correct me if I'm wrong, or you know, someone corrects me if I'm wrong, but I think this is the first dragon poison. No, yeah, Pokemon that's what I heard too. So I'm in the game, sure. so it's. I think that's why when we're all looking at it, we're like, wait, what? <laughs> so, so its fast moves are. Water Gun, Acid, Dragon Tail. Charge moves, Hydro Pump, Aqua Tail, Outrage, Gunk Shots. I guess, what, does PV Poke have it running Water Gun? No, actually it has it running Dragon Tail. Dragon Tail? the fast move. And then Aqua Tail and Gunk Shot. For some this reason... Is when, this is when Acid needs its its buff for, oh. this, for this guy. Oh yeah, if it gets if it gets a buff, this one's gonna the the rank yeah, one I feel is gonna go up. Yeah, because then you could run it, you could run it acid, aqua tail, outrage. Yeah, depending on, depending on what kind of update or buff they do, if they do one on acid, that, that would be maybe the way to go. But mm-hmm. you you would kind of suffer against Azu depending how the buff or you know update they do on acid. Yeah. Well, it's not gonna... I mean, the Dragon Tail doesn't do a ton of damage to Azu. It doesn't do anything fairy typing. Yeah, fairy typing. So that's why I'm confused so, in how it beats it right now. I don't know. And what what did you say it was running for the fast move? Aqua Tail? Aqua Tail and Gunk Shot. So obviously Aqua Tail's a must because that's like the bait move. Mm-hmm. And it, it does, you know, it does a little... It doesn't take much energy to get to it. And... Uh, Gunshot, it's, it's an obvious reason why it has it, because uh, coverage against any fairies, um, or, I, I, yeah, I kind of feel like that that would be the reason why it has it for that, for especially Azu. Hmm. Because I, I don't really I see I want to see why they would have it running Dragon Tail, because... The, the preference right now for Dragon Tail like is such a 40% slow move. versus Water Gun being 36%. Okay. Yeah, it's definitely the better one. Yeah, so the only the only way it beats Azu is if it lands the gunshot. If it doesn't, then it loses. 
Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah, if they if they do an acid buff or a poison like buff on this thing, I could see this this thing having some big play. I don't think with the move sets right now. Yeah, you know, you know. So what wait, it beats it beats Azu in a one shield. Uh yes. So you're baiting Aqua Tail and they then shield, hitting yeah, it with the shield, the Aqua Tail, and then they build up to a gunshot. Yeah, but that's assuming that they're gonna take the bait on exactly. the Aqua. It's it's kind of like a long shot in a way. Yeah, because that that gunk shot takes a lot longer to get to. Yeah, it does. It really does, and that's why I'm like, you would have to build up what two two aqua tails two or three aqua tails so a dragon a dragon tail fast move is 10 energy and it takes 75 energy to get to a gunshot so you need eight dragon tails mm-hmm. to get to it and then you need four so half uh four dragon tails to get to an uh, aqua tail so you kind of have to build up to two then throw one throw the and then and then the, hoping okay. the shield. I mean, I see that happening a lot when it first comes out, but the more you know it gets played out, like people are gonna be like, "Nah, I'm shielding that. <laughs> I'm not shielding yeah. this one." Yeah, because I mean, as soon as it starts getting play and people see it, they're gonna know. Eh, I mean, it just depends, I guess, how you play it. You could always just go straight for the gunk shot and. You know, yeah, cross your fingers that they don't shot, shield. Gunshot does 149 damage to Azu, mm-hmm. uh, and Azu has a health of 184. So you're still gonna have to, yeah, you're still gonna. You're gonna have, have 35, 35 health if you unshield the gunshot. But that's considering like any other damage from Dragon Tail kind of adds from up Dragon Tail before, like, which isn't gonna be much. Yeah, it's it's three damage. It does three damage per dragon tail to Azu, so Yeah. Man, I hate when like cool Pokemon like this come out and then they just like kill it with these. So the crappy thing is moves. it actually learns uh Sludge Bomb, but they didn't give it to him. Like that's one of the moves that it learns as it levels up in the main series. It's like they're protecting Azu. I know. <laughs> you know, like Okay, look, like it, it Why wouldn't you give this thing what is it? What you just said? Uh, sludge bomb. Yeah, sludge bomb. Yeah. So like, why you, you know you the get- crazy thing is, you know, when when you play the main uh, the main series games, you know, you can kind of TM different moves to a Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Like it, like, and you also have like different ones that they learn as they level up. Mm-hmm. So as they level up, Gunshot is not there, but Sludge Bomb is. So Gunshot hmm. is a move that you can TM it to learn it, but it doesn't actually learn it as it levels up in the main series. So it's not it's not part of its main series move pool. Not necessarily. It's a TM. It, I mean, it it's can learn TM. it. It can learn it, yeah. but it's not in the as it levels up, you know. Hmm. So like it could have they could have easily give it give it to him, but it, it would have been like too OP maybe. I guess. I mean, the dragon, the fast move is still gonna is still holding it back. Yeah, I don't know. To me, like I kind of, I kind of. I'm not sure. Or at least instead of Dragon Tail, it gave it Dragon Breath. Mm-hmm. I mean, that would that would help it tremendously. Because at least Dragon Breath builds the energy faster. Yeah. So. Oh. This one is one 
you're definitely going to want to catch a good one, keep it, and have it ready, because it's literally, it's funny, DeFi always says it, this is one of those Pokemon that is one move away from being viable. It's literally one fast move away from being viable. (laughs) So keep it, get it, keep it, and cross your fingers that either we get a poison rework where they buff acid or it gets something, maybe a community day that it'll learn like a better fast move, like either dragon breath or, or something like that. I mean, even bubble would probably help this thing. (laughs) (laughs) See, that's the thing though. If, if, if they go based off whatever they can learn in the main series, I don't, it, it doesn't learn any other better fast move. Okay. Which is right. crap. So it's gonna need it's gonna need a poison rework. It's gonna need for, that poison buff, like uh yeah. rework on the acid for sure. Hmm. Okay. So there's another Pokemon that isn't coming out in this event, but if you guys have been looking at Reddit or anything like that, you have seen people posting that the silhouette for Sylveon has been pushed, looks like it's been pushed into the game. So if you do the, like, name trick, like you could do with the other EV evolutions. Yeah. If you do, I think it's Kira, when uh, you first catch this sniper. First shine the uh, click. <laughs> nice. Look at you. Bro, if I insane. have the game, if I have the game open while we're doing this, like, my brain can't do both at the same time, and I'll be <laughs> like, wait, what did you say? Did you say something? I'm sorry. Um. So... If you name it, I think it's Kira. K- yeah, Kira. K- yeah, K-I-R-A. I don't even know. I saw something Kyra. K. I'm like, why are people naming it that? I'm like, oh, wait. Like, back yeah. from like, the first, when it first came out, they named the, the other uh, Flareon, Jolteon, and Vaporeon. I already mm-hmm. forgot the names, but they named it something different. Yeah. So people have been doing that, and the silhouette has been popping up. So, and from what I've read, Data Miners has already said that. It's in the game. Like, the code for Sylveon's in the game. It's just ready to, you know, they just got to push it out. And I asked Dino before we recorded it if he looked at the stats on this thing. (laughs) And he said no, and I asked him if he wanted to know before we recorded (laughs) or while we were recording. He said he wanted to know when we record because he wanted to be surprised. Yeah. So. I'm ready. I'm ready. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so just like all the evolutions, it's a monotyping, so it's mono fairy. At level 40, it maxes out at 3069. Level 50 maxes out at 3470. So your rank 50 that's, that's is, another yeah, your rank 50 Master is Master League level. Base stats attack 203. Defense 205 stamina 216 wait <laughs> really yeah what that's yep. that's obviously when it's maxed out right mm-hmm. so that's 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 top so let me kind of put that against the other really good one like um other which farmers? is umbreon oh no yeah, the, the, evolution. the other evolution so against umbreon <laughs> So Umbreon's attack is 126, defense 240, stamina 216. So this thing is 
just a little under Umbreon in the defense. It's right on par with stamina, but its attack is a lot better. So if that's the case, that, this that is could, scary. This is gonna this this Pokemon is gonna take over as far as fairies go. Wait, I need to see something like check, so. I don't know what it is against. Um, was it Chansey? Yeah, I, I feel like that would be or Clefable, Clefable, <laughs> and Jigglypuff because those are the two other bulky ones. But move sets, so it's either Charm or Quick Attack. Your charge moves are going to be Moonblast, Glaz- Dazzling Gleam, and Draining Kiss. Okay. And then, of course, you can Elite TM Last Resort. So it, it has three fairy charge moves? Yeah. So all the evolutions have, three. I think, two or three charge moves that are all the same typing. Right. So it doesn't, they, they don't get, like, that's why Last Resort is so important on, like, Umbreon, right. because it's, Otherwise, you, you have no the f- coverage. The fast move was going to be charm, obviously, right? I, I would charm assume. or quick attack, but yeah. You know so, what? so I, I feel like for attack. maybe bait purposes, you'd want to do draining kiss mm-hmm. uh, with last uh, last resort. Since you already have charm, you don't really necessarily need anything with like dazzling gleam with a high energy uh, charge move. Yeah, isn't isn't dazzling gleam a two bar charge move? Uh, let me check. Because uh, I know, because I'm looking at this, Draining Kiss is too, so it looks like it does, what, 60 damage? You know, I think, I, only, I can only think of one Pokemon that has Draining Kiss, and that's um, uh, Jinx. <laughs> <laughs> so, what I'm looking at here on Game Press... Yeah, Dazzling Gleam is too charm. Yeah, Charm and Dazzling Gleam are going to be your ideal moves. And then, obviously, you put Last Resort on it for for your coverage, just like Umbreon. Yeah. Um, It's only, obviously, because it's just a straight fairy, you're only, you know, you're you're weak to Poison and Steel. You're going to resist Bug, Dark, Dragon, and Fighting. This thing is going to be... A tank. That's yeah. It's gonna be that's gonna be scary. Like I, I wonder if I feel like it will be replacing a lot of Pokemon, like in all leagues across. If it's that good in Master, it would. I feel like it would be good also in Great League and uh, Ultra League. Is there another fairy that gets into Master League area? Uh, Togekiss. Togekiss. Yeah. And then, but with Toge- Togekiss, you're fairy flying. So yeah, that's, yeah, you're, you you're, gain you gain weaknesses because of that dual typing. Yes. So I'm trying to see. So for for Togekiss, the the stats for it uh, they max out at attack of 189.7, defense 183. Uh, that this is for a uh, actually a, no, you're you're reading rank uh, or level 50, right? For Sylveon, uh, so the the stats that I gave are the base stats. So like level forty. Yeah. Okay. I think so. so yeah. So the the, the stats for to, uh, Togekiss um, is going to be one hundred eighty nine for attack, one hundred eighty three point three for defense, one 
and 168 for stamina. So that is that is a definitely an upgrade for, uh, I guess, a fairy in Master League. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited for this. I know if you guys have listened, I am very excited for this this Pokemon um, to come out, and then now that it's becoming a little more reality opposed <laughs> to just whatever and looking at if if what game press has here actually transitions and comes out this thing is this it? thing is going to have play in all three leagues yeah and i have a feeling as far as tankiness goes i think it's going to it could replace umbreon the I mean, yeah, depending how you want to play your line, it'll definitely be scary for Umbreon to go against the Ad Salveon. You could probably, oh my gosh, could you imagine running a line with Umbreon and Sylveon? No. Because I'm Umbreon scared, is, I is don't a want fast. To imagine that. <laughs> Umbreon would be a faster, a faster move. A faster like tank, and then you have a slower tank with Sylveon. So you oh, leave man. with Umbreon you're just giving, and then come you're just in with Sylveon. Ideas that we don't want to see. <laughs> why? Why would you? Why would you plan that in their heads? <laughs> I, I don't want to see that. Actually, if you're listening to this, and when it comes out, if you run that team, you need to make sure you tell everyone that is the Astro Zombie team. Because <laughs> as soon as it comes out, I, that's I'm gonna. That is that I'm is gonna, funny because people already run dark lead and double charmer in the back. So like, yeah, it doesn't. I wouldn't run double charmer. I'd run it something else. I don't. Oh, okay. I can't. Yeah, I can't run. I can't run two charmers. It it like we said last week. Like those slow moves. Oh my god, I could I couldn't do two charms, two charmers, and I would just go nuts. Imagine doing like two confusion users. <laughs> no, no, Mm-mm, not gonna. <laughs> I won't. I won't even think about it. <laughs> so that is that's it for in-game stuff. So let's jump into GBL and kind of run through remix and some questions that I've got here for Dino. <laughs> this comes out we're gonna be what two days into great league and remix right uh remix starts on monday monday tomorrow yep. at four tomorrow so the list has been posted people have had their opinions on it they say you know there's some in there that people are like wait what some i mean i think everything in here makes sense except for the alone Ryachu. Yep. I don't see very many of them. I guess maybe in higher levels or lower levels. But lower. Because <laughs> yeah, I don't see it. I think like uh Altaria should have been there over Raichu. Even though I think the Alter- Altaria hype kinda died out a little. I haven't been seeing as many. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Skarmory's still like a hard Yeah. Like it's always constantly on on the lineup because it doesn't take super effective from like Stunfisk, 
with the rock slides. And we know mm-hmm. Stumpfisk is so relevant in the meta. Yeah. So this will start the 12th Monday at 1 p.m. and run until the 26th at 1 p.m. And this is Pacific Day PDT, whatever that is, Pacific type. So that's 4 p.m. if you're on East Coast. And then I'm not going to do the math for everyone else. You can figure <laughs> that out. You know it. So we're going to get two full weeks of Great League and Great League Remix. So if you don't know, the ban list came out, and it is Venusaur, Alone Raichu and Raichu, Alone Marowak and Marowak, Kanto version Marowak, Kanto version Raichu, Azumarill, Umbreon, Skarmory, Swampert, Galvantula, Stungfisk, Regular Form, and Galarian Form, and then Talonflame. So, I know in the Discord when we posted this list, I said about the Kanto forms being banned, and I'll say it again. Niantic creates video games. They should be able to code to not have to ban the regular forms, just (laughs) because it's the same Pokedex number. The fact that you're banning... Kanto Raichu, Kanto Marowak, and then regular Stumpfist, because you can't figure out a code to just ban those Alolan and then Galarian, is absolutely <laughs> ridiculous to me. It is absolutely ridiculous. This is our you segment can change, of <laughs> Yeah, you can change the weather on the game and adjust hours and all the other stuff that you guys do, but you can't just pick out those three Pokemon to ban, you have to ban out the counterpart. Yeah, like, it really doesn't make sense. Like, I mean, to me, not that, not that I would run them, but it's just kind of like it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, regular Stumpfisk is is pretty viable. Yeah, no, for sure, it, it would have actually been uh, because there's a lot of Steel uh, mm-hmm. Pokemon that are kind of moving up in the yeah. list for Remix. Mm-hmm. So it was just like man, like, if you would have had that one, you would have been, like, kind of set. Yeah. So that's my soapbox, and I will get off of that. <laughs> and we will kind of... Let's go over. So, your top Pokemon here, Metachan XL, Bastion XL, Registeel is making a comeback. Don't call it a comeback. <laughs> he's been here the whole time. Yeah. But no one uses him. But <laughs> looks like he's gonna be back in action. Defense form Deoxys, Altaria, Wobafat XL, Cresselia, Shadow Machamp, Alolan Ninetales, and then rounding out the top 10 is regular Bastiodon. What was your impression when you looked at this list? I was really happy that Sableye wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> because if you actually look at the top 10 in that list, obviously, you know, we're not going to exactly see all those like on every team. But Sableye has played on about 9 out of those 10. Except yeah. if you were to go against like a Charmer, uh, a low in 9 tails. Because it has played against all the Psychic. It has a play against all the all the um, fighters, which is Machamp and Medichamp, and then obviously Medichamp mm-hmm. being Psychic too. Uh, it has played against Bastion, believe it or not, because it goes quick with the foul play. 
Uh, cause I, I run, uh, Bastion myself as a lead and I've seen how much damage, uh, Sable I can do as a lead. Um, it has decent play against Altaria too, uh, with, with some shields and then just Ninetales is the only one I probably would say I have to worry if it has charm as a fast move. And hopefully people don't get, take my idea, but you know, <laughs> I'm sure people already <laughs> noticed that Sableye is a good pick for, uh, this, cu- this remix cup. Yeah. Uh, are you going to be running, are you going to jump back and forth between Remix and regular Great League, or are you going to just do the Remix? I think I'm going to stick to, uh, I think I'm going to try uh, to see how I do in the Remix, and if I do well, I'm going to stick to it. If not, I may I may go to just open, depending. Um, but I, I definitely want to try a Remix and see how it is without like those Pokemon, uh, like Venus, or the ones that, that they banned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you? I think I'm gonna. I think remix is gonna be a little more my style. Okay. Uh, do you, Do you have any like ideas yet about like what you would be running? Uh, I was I was thinking Sableye. Hmm. Maybe something with a low and nine tails, and maybe a low and nine tails Toxicroak. And Sableye, something like that. Okay. Like a fairy, fairy, so the fairy dark and then the fighting I'm just trying with the poison. to think, like, I, I, see, the thing is, like, I kind of see people, uh, I don't know, I, I don't, I actually, maybe not. Because, like, there's so many steals in, in the top ten, I was going to say charmers, maybe, but uh, I don't yeah, even know. Yeah, that's like, why I was thinking Toxicroak, because you got the counter and then the mud bomb. Mm-hmm. To help if you like came up against like Registeel or Bastiodon. Yeah. But so, maybe I'm just maybe Primeape. <laughs> I was gonna probably just come up with it at the spot just tomorrow. Yeah. Vigoroth looks like it is gonna have some play. You know what? With counter and then body slam and then bulldoze. I mean it's gonna beat Bastiodon and Registeel. It says it beats Sableye because it's gonna resist the ghost. You know that may be a good one to go with Sableye. Sableye, yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. I, I don't know if this is gonna be like I, I just thought about it, like because I was looking at Vigoroth and it, it would do uh, decent against the meta as well, with the exception of the fighters. And I, I was like maybe thinking like Vigoroth lead with Sableye as a safe swap for any fighters, and then Charmer. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, like a low in nine tails, for example, and yeah, because if you think about it, it would be or maybe Granbull as a, a charmer because it has close combat for steel and crunch mm-hmm. for for psychics that are relevant right now in in the remix. Yeah, you're gonna have to watch out for Altaria unless you have that charmer. I think I think I would, I mean Sableye is decent against Altaria. And then I have the Charmer. And Vigoroth does, is really spammy with the Body Slam. Now, actually, I'm going to try that team. I'm going to try Vigoroth, Sableye, and then the Charmer, most likely. I, I want to try Gramble, but it's super fragile. Mm-hmm. So it, it might be a Charmer. Uh, I don't either between like a low and nine tails or Wigglytuff or Gramble. I, I want to see how that goes. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Um, how have you been doing 
in uh, regular Great League this week? Uh, I've been actually going like it's like a roller coaster right now. <laughs> I've been yeah. trying a few teams. I, I I should just stick to one because last last uh, season where I got to Legend, I just stuck to one for like a week and I got to Legend. But mm-hmm. this time I'm just kind of like kind of like got bored of it because I kind of felt like I overplayed the same team last season. So I, I guess I kind of like only to blame myself if I did like go up and down. Uh, yeah. But you know, overall, like I, I've been okay with it. Like I, I'm not like getting mad because I'm going down. But it's not like losing a lot. If I lose some points, like 30, 34 points, and I go up like seventy points the next day, I'm hovering around twenty seven hundred right now. I still have one more set, I believe, for today. And then I have my other two uh, alt accounts that are above 2,500. And then I'm also testing out uh, lines there because now that I've gotten over 2,500 on those, I kind of like can test out. It's around the same meta. So I can mm-hmm. test out to see like, all right, this line is working on my alt. Let me try on my main. So that's my strategy as to like, I use my two other accounts as that. And like from now accounts. on, huh? Like a test account. Yeah, like, basically. Okay, this is, it it, it yeah. works sometimes. And then what I, I was going to do on my other all account is to go back to my old line or my more updated version that other people I've seen use also. Uh, or mm-hmm. the Bastion Medicham Meganium. I want to bring the Meganium back because I had changed it to two fighters in the back instead. So I want to see how that works in that ELO and see how far like, you know I can go up with that. And what about you? I think you 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 told me that you, the shifted team is uh, working for you, right? Yeah, it's been working the past couple of days. I haven't been playing the full five sets, yeah, because I've been playing later at night, like right. around like eleven o'clock. So I get normally about three, but it, they've all been positive, so it's good. It's gotten me almost back up to. <laughs> 2000 yeah. in the 2000s which is embarrassing that i'm saying that i was that low to begin with but um it was just a bad it just it was a very frustrating and bad i was gonna say though stretch. like with that team i noticed that can it, it it does well up to the 2500 elo so that's what i told brian as well and um i think he actually might have asked a question about related to that so i, I kind of want to go into mm-hmm. details once we, we go through that yeah. Um, well, why don't because I've got questions for you too. Okay. So, when, did you want to do the questions for this segment or the next one? Eh, let's. I mean, is is there anything else you really have anything with with GBL? Uh no. I mean, we we went through the the list, yeah. so I, I think we're we're good with in, in that. Yeah, we'll see. Um, once remix starts, you know what we're going to be seeing. So, right. Um, so let's do let's do the question and answer segment because there's there's two questions and then I've got I've got a bunch that I feel are going to take some time to answer. Okay. So let's go ahead and and jump into that. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. The truth. Okay. So let's see. So we got we got two questions here. So the first one comes from Uncle B Stud and says, 
when you find your team, you start to climb, but have a minus 80 ELO day. Next, what do you do the next day? Do you rethink a new team, take a day off? What, you know, where where do you go from there? Okay, so actually that I think that that might be like what he mentioned today because he did, he did go down in the ELO today, so I think that's what he meant by that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the issue was that he was using my shifter team, and then I told I, I did tell him that I was using Bastion on double fighters, mm-hmm. and then he's like, "All right, I'll keep that in mind." Uh, I think, from what I recall, is that he told me that he switched to the Bastion team, which he was doing well with the shifter, so he should have stayed with the shifter team. Uh, you know, it's kind of like learning a different team. So in my in my the way I see it is always stick to like a team where I've told you actually just a little bit ago that the way I got to legend was using the same team every day, even though like some days I would go like 12 and 13, uh, 11, 14, but other days I would have more positive days than negative days throughout the week. So mm-hmm. um, just because you go down a little bit, like the next day you can come back and do like 200 plus. So it, it, it's like once a team works for you, keep using it. You know, don't change it. Yeah. Um, that's what I always tell people. Yeah. Um, so Wildcat Dad kind of, you know, I think kind of answered him a little, but also when I look at it, like I kind of think it's also kind of a question in a way. So he put that I normally adjust the time of day I play or take a day off. I find the weekends is always harder than the weekdays. So the way I take that as a question is, do we see it the same way? I know I have a much harder time on the weekends than I do during the week. I think I, I've i started noticing like a trend. Like, for example, like depending on the time, like if, if I see that I'm getting hard, hard counter at like a certain time, like it could be random. It's not always like specifically at the same time. Um, let's just say I'm getting hard counter like at nine in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, all right, you know what? Let me try again, like at 12 to see like if the meta changes type of thing. Some people not, might not believe like that type of stuff, but like I see it. It works for me. If it works for me and I get any points, I'm going to do it. Like I, I don't care what you think. It's whatever works for you. Yeah. Um, so that's how I see it. And it's, it seems like it's a trend. Like for example, yesterday I played at seven, seven ish and I went like four one. Then I came back to play like at ten thirty, and I I was getting like hard counter like left and right, and then I waited until mm-hmm. I finished those stats. I went two three twice, and then after twelve thirty, I was still awake, so I'm like, you know, let me play some games. I went like four one three two three two, and then I woke up this morning and I went two three. So like it it, it there's no proof of it showing that you know if you play at certain times, but I kind of believe that it's it's possible, you know, it's possible different people play at different time, different uh people have different styles. So like people mm-hmm. in Europe are awake, you know, around twelve AM our time, you know, and to like six AM, like twelve AM to six AM around that time is usually like people in Europe and then like uh, we like Americans are usually playing around, you know, the ap- the morning, the afternoon. So Yeah. It, no, I, think I get that because I find, I find like if I play like right after work, 
depending on what time I get off. If I play like around like 5 p.m., 6 p.m., yeah, like around that time where most people are getting off of work or, I mean, I don't because I'm Hispanic, so we eat dinner much later, but a lot of people eat dinner <laughs> around 5, 6 o'clock. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I do better at that time and then between 10.30 and midnight. Yeah, I, 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 I've sort of started seeing like a trend as well, but I, I shouldn't, I didn't really keep track. Maybe it should be like something that we should do is kind of like, yeah, you know, keep track of like the times that you're playing and the sets, you know, the records of the sets. Yeah. That would be something so, that would be cool to do. Yeah. So maybe I'll do that. Uh, so I'm gonna, so what I'll do is I'll make a, like a Google spreadsheet that yeah. we can share in the discord okay. and then everyone just go in there and put your sets, what you did and then what time. And maybe we can kind of figure out, maybe there is some type of timing plus with us, you know, with the discord, we've got different people in different time zones. Yeah. I was gonna say so that, that'll have to like put like, you know, 5 p.m. You have Eastern. to put your time zone. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. So it'd be fun. It'd be an interesting little experiment to see what's going on. So, my questions. Okay. <laughs> so there was there was a couple things that I've n- been noticing, you know, as I'm playing. I'm not just obviously playing to play and, and whatever, but I'm also playing to research and create content, you know, for the podcasts and stuff like that. So one thing I noticed at at the ELO that I'm at right now, and even when I was in like the the 2000 area, is People, the majority of the people that I'm playing against are like, I call them trigger happy when it comes to their charge moves. It's like, as soon as they get to the charge move, that's going to do the most damage. They're throwing it. Mm -hmm. So an example, I, the other day I was getting a lot of, um, before I switched over to your team. So the, actually, no, this was a couple days ago. Um, I was running, a version of For the Battles team yep. with the Galarian Stumpfisk, Pelipper, and then I don't have Atropius, so I ran Jump Pluff. Oh, that reminds me, actually, they, that she changed her lineup to, like, a different version. I don't know if mm-hmm. you saw. Um, no. Instead of Tropius, uh, she used um, Venusaur to get to Legend. You know, I was thinking about that. <laughs> I was thinking about that as well. She used that. But I went jump pluff. Yeah. And it was it, it was doing good. Like that's what started my 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 gain. But I was noticing I was getting a lot of mirror matches on the Galarian Stunkfest. You know. Right. Both that leads. <laughs> so the thing that I noticed is like the people I was playing against, as soon as they got to that earthquake, they were throwing it. And they throw it, and then, obviously, so the way I played it was I built up to, I think you can get an earthquake and a half. Uh, a little bit into your second earthquake. I think earthquake. that, but yeah, somewhere around that. So I would get to that point where I max out the, you know, the 100 energy. Then I would throw my earthquake, because I know they're going to shield regardless, um, but then I was normally able to get to my second earthquake 
before they could get their second earthquake because they threw it as soon as they they got had it, it. as soon as so it, as like soon as they got it. Okay, yeah, sometimes actually when that happened, um, what I like to do in mirrors, I kind of let them throw first, um, mm-hmm. because sometimes when they throw a charge move, you can if you're tapping it. Sometimes you can sneak in a fast move, so that means that you're ahead of fast move. Yeah. So you also gotta time it. It's gonna it's tough for most newer players, but you also gotta time it to where you don't let them sneak one in because then it gets back to, you know, uh mm-hmm. the same. Um so and, and you don't really necessarily know if you can win CMP tie against the mirror or not. You don't know who has a higher attack stat. So in in the sense, the reason why I noticed that people that do hit the charge move quick is because they don't count and they're mm-hmm. nervous uh to that the opponent will get to the move first so they're like all right i gotta get to it first i don't know what they're at so i don't know what they're gonna throw uh, so essentially this com- this comes down to you counting and knowing how much also uh along with this how much your pokemon can take and there may be like some people just shield because they're like i don't know how much this is gonna you know, hit me for. So that kind of goes along mm-hmm. with that too. They're not counting. They don't know how much it can hit and the Pokemon can take. So that's mm-hmm. how I see it. And a lot of people are like, oh, you know, I thought, you know, this would be doing more damage. Like that's why I shielded it. So that's why I see a lot of common uh, things people say. Okay. So another thing that I tried was th- throwing it, you know, with the same mirror match, throwing it as soon as I got up to it. So doing exactly what they were doing to see if who was getting that CMP tie. Okay. Okay. So, and then what I would do is if I lost that tie, I knew I was going to lose that tie the rest of the match. So I would throw it. If I lost it, I would switch into my jump bluff, which is the soft counter, I guess, for it, because I didn't want to switch right into Pelipper. Because then they would probably switch into whatever, you know. Sometimes they would see me switch in a jump puff and just kind of stay in. Because they knew that the grass wasn't going to do as much damage. But I was at least able to burn the rest of their shields you, if they stayed you, in. Do you ever catch a move on one of your Pokemons? Like, try to catch... Oh, if, if you were to- I try. I try a lot. Like, I've gotten better at it. Especially since now I, you know, play with play with the sound ninety five percent of the time. That five percent is when I forget to turn it back on. The reason why, like I, I said, yeah, the reason why I ask is because let's just say like the mirror match that you're talking about, right? If you told me that you're trying to, you kind of do it at the same time they do it to see who gets CMP tie. So if mm-hmm. you were to see that they win CMP tie, the next time around, once it gets to oh, seven, I don't, yeah, I don't switch automatically. So. Like, what I would do is I would watch my energy, because I knew we were going to build up energy about the same time. Right. Okay. So I would wait until I knew I had one more, what is it, mud shot to get to the earthquake. And that's when I would do the switch, because what would happen is when I press jump puff to switch, they threw that last that last thing or they threw the earthquake as soon as i was doing so the switch yeah, and, and it would do like no damage to your flying. it does like nothing to jump off exactly yeah. so like that that's why like because it, it, i think it it's four times resistant because of ground uh and flying resists mm-hmm. gr- 
that. So that's why I was like saying, like, kind of like take uh, taking the move with another Pokemon would be super crucial in these things. And that people are like super. You can tell that they're like they immediately almost hit it. If you're counting and you can tell that they're all at seven, they're always hitting earthquake, or at five, they're always hitting rock slide. Then you can immediately easily take uh, damage on another Pokemon because as soon as they hit five, much switch and then take the damage in a different Pokemon. Yeah. Um, there was one where, and I know that per- the person quit because <laughs> I took out their Politoed with my Galarian Stunfus. Yeah. Which should lose. Right. But no, because <laughs> I was able to switch, um, I was able to switch into my Jump Pluff. I ended up just letting, I didn't shield anything with my Jump Pluff. Like, I just let them go. Yeah. Because they switched into Talonflame. So one team that I've been seeing a lot of is Talonflame, Politoed, and then either Stunfisk lead or something, an- an- another lead somewhere in there. But the, the most of I've been seeing the team made up of is Talonflame and then Politoed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just knew if I was going to switch in, like if I saw a Sunfist lead, switch in to Jump Pluff, and if they throw out a Talonflame, like, I know I'm going to lose it. I'm going to lose the match, like, because he's going to get off more, just all he's got to do is get one Flame Charge, get that boost, and then, like, it's just going to eat me away. (laughs) So I'm just trying to throw as many Aerial Aces at it as possible, Um, and then I would be able to come in and I came in with Stungfist because he was already like I didn't want to bring in Pelipper yet, right? So I brought in because I already knew two of his Pokemon, so I knew Pelipper had a good shot, and I still had one uh, shield. Came in with Stungfist through two because he had already built up two Rock Slides. Mm-hmm. Through the Rock Slide, killed one of his shields. Through the second Rock Slide, was able to basically almost knock it out. And I ended up winning, I think he was, it was Politoed, Venusaur, Talonflame. That was, that was the team. I mean, I gotta, I'll, I'll look and see if I can find the video. I was able to finish the rest of his team with just Pelipper and one shield. (laughs) (laughs) He he was definitely mad. Yeah, that was, but just, I was able to do that because I knew I was going to lose the CMP tie. Yeah. And I was able to count my mud shots to switch without having to use my second shield. No, yeah, that's that's so, for sure smart smart play right there. Yeah. On your part. So I was able to burn one of their shields, save one of my shields, and get the switch where uh-huh. they wasted all of that energy throwing you know the earthquake against something that it did nothing that, into. That almost sounds like. You made you you would have made me quit if I you would have done that to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, nope. Out. I I made someone quit when I threw an earthquake against an Aloha Ninetales and they didn't shield it. Oh really? I don't know why they didn't shield it, and it just huh. It must how have much, been how a much really damage bad does, the, does an earthquake do to the Ninetales? Because uh, I know that for the most part. I throw rock slide, so I've never actually thrown earthquake. Uh, it was it was enough that they got pissed and <laughs> and quit. 
because wow. it I, it almost knocked it out. That's crazy. So, so it's just like some I people had a like don't know. Like they're like, all right, I think I can take it, or they're not sure, or they're like, maybe they count. And like, oh, it's a rock slide. I'm good, you know, type of thing. Mm-hmm. So I, that's what I'm saying. Like in the lower elo, I, I kind of feel like they're like they're like like just tapping the charge move as as they get it because they're not really counting. Yeah. So that was kind of my thing with with the the energy and the, and and shielding was. Yeah. I wasn't sure if, like, obviously you shield when you know your Pokemon can't take the hit. Yeah, or you shield when you don't know how much it would take because exactly. like, you get scared. That's why it's it's good to know how much it could take. And, and a good estimate of, like, stuff like that, like, you know, go on PV Poke, uh, you finish a battle, like, you know, how much, how much damage would that move have, would have taken if I didn't shield? Like, let me go see, you know, do the matchup simulate uh but it's it's a good tool to have to know and then keep in the back of your head like just in case Mm -hmm. it happens again so one thing that i noticed and it could again could have been just me getting lucky on this one okay but i was able to beat a couple talon flame leads with with galarian stonefisk i mean it Think about because it, I was though. able to get off more rock slides than they were able to get. What's it called? Flame charges. Yeah, because you should you should easily be able to get to two rock slides before they get to two flame charge. Um, and I, I'm pretty sure that a rock slide can either knock it out or get it really close to it knocking does. It, it out. It gets it almost because it's four times weak to to rock. Mm-hmm. So. That's why. That's why I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised. Obviously, you know, uh, incinerate does a lot, especially because you're steel. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not really surprised that you, if you're able to win those matchups, it depends how they play it out. Yeah. Um. And I mean, if anything, like when I got that matchup, like I just stuck it out because I knew if I switched out into Pelipper, because Pelipper was the only thing on that team that I had to counter. Like, Jump Plus not a soft counter for no. Talon Flame. <laughs> so, I knew if I switched into Pelipper, like, they were just going to switch out into, right. like, a grass. And if no one has used Pelipper before, I will let you know when it gets hit by a grass move, that flying typing really doesn't help it much <laughs> yeah no it's it's neutral and it's because like it doesn't have that much i learned well like, i learned it the hard way <laughs> and let what's it called a frenzy plant come through <laughs> and i was like oh this is a f- almost full health full hp pelper like this isn't gonna do anything well, it and it like, like knocked it down to the red 70 65 percent yeah it 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 was it, it hit it harder than not, I thought it was going to hit. <laughs> yeah, his attacks, that's actually, I think, decently high. And then the defense, and I feel like it's it's, it's kind of fragile. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so in that case, when I got, like, a Talonflame lead against Stumpfist, like, I just toughed it out and tried to get as many rock slides as possible. Right. Like, I'd shield the first flame charge, and then... Just see how many rock slides I could get um, off. Do you know how much damage a flame charge would do to like the first flame charge? Would... You know what? I don't. 
I know Flame Charge isn't like a super strong fire type move. Because I was gonna say maybe you can tank the first one and then let let the and then uh, hmm. uh, shield the next one because obviously the first one's not gonna be boosted at all. Yeah, I mean huh, obviously would... I don't know if you're running that team anymore, but no, uh, I'm on the onto your shift tree team. But I, I feel like that team might be, or you can try the GFS Pelipper Venusaur later on if it doesn't work anymore. Because mm-hmm. then, if you actually think about it, Venusaur could sort of be like a soft counter with Sludge Bomb to Talonflame. Mm-hmm. So um, that would be nice to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So those were my questions, and I don't have anything else to add. Uh, uh, I, uh, I think we're we're good. I mean, oh, we're, good. we're trying to. We're not really rushing, but just because it's community day. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> and we've had a few people kind of mention about the longer episodes. Um, you know, we don't really time ourselves, but you know, because we try and get as much information into an episode as possible. Um, but we do. You know, we like to try and keep it as close to an hour and a half. Yeah, an hour as or possible. Less. So. <laughs> So, go over a few things. So, next week's episode is going to be a little different. So, Dino is going on vacation, because he's allowed to do that. And <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me get some pizza. And, <laughs> yeah. But that doesn't mean we're not going to have an episode. Uh, so, we're going to do... I'm going to have another episode. We're going to have an episode next week. And we're going to have uh, two... Hopefully, two... It, as long as schedules work out, trying to just finalize everything. Two special guests, maybe one or two. I will post that closer to the recording because I want to keep you guys on your toes. But it's going to be a little different show than our normal one. We'll still talk some PvP stuff, but I think it's going to be it's going to be a little more. I kind of want to ask these guys uh, some questions about not just PvP but just Pokemon in general because um, they're pretty knowledgeable about. A lot of other things besides you know just pvp so that will be next week's episode and then like i said we are going to be starting the prismatic cup for the btw discord and you should uh we'll give you guys an update on that and then the week after you know dino will be back and then i think if I correct me if I'm wrong, we're gonna try and shoot next month for a live episode. Uh, we can actually probably do it within that time frame where I told you that I was gonna be live streaming, or yeah, on Twitch. Um, so yeah. we can do it the first week of May. Okay. So during that week, we're gonna do a live episode. Uh, so the hosting platform that we that we use to record gives us an option uh to stream on twitch and we want to take advantage of it and do a live episode it'll be in the evening so that everyone can join in but you will be able to ask your questions live you know see us mess up when we mess up uh all that that stuff and then (laughs) that's gonna be so that link is gonna be out specifically for our Coach's Corner and Patreons for at least this first one. Then it we'll see how that goes. And if it does well, we'll keep it that way. If not, 
then maybe we'll open it up to just Discord. So if you want to be involved on that show, you can go over to Patreon and sign up for the Coach's Corner tier. It's just a dollar a month. And then you will get that um, invite link for the live episode that we're going to do. And then I think we're also going to be trying to do some live streams uh, on Twitch. Yeah. I know I'm going to try. I'm going to try and do one this week and see how it goes. And then I think me and Dino said we were going to probably try and do like a team up one. Yeah. <laughs> and, and see how that goes. And then he's been streaming. I know he streamed what the other night. Yeah, uh, stream just... with, uh, with Dom, uh, which he will also uh, be joining us on uh, episode next month. Yep, at some point. Yep, uh, we just gotta yeah. coordinate with him. But I already talked to yeah, him. Yeah, he's he's, cool. he's extremely knowledgeable, very good PvP player, and yep. and local, right? He's yeah, local, he's local down here. Yeah, so um, trying to bring that that South Florida flavor <laughs> to everyone here. Um, <laughs> For sure. So. You know, we've got a lot of fun stuff coming up. Um, all of these things, like when Dino streams, if I stream, if we both stream, if he's jumping on a stream with someone else, or if I jump on a stream with someone else, all of that stuff will be exclusively put and um, spread out in our Discord. Yeah. Those things will not be posted on our Twitter. Um, so if you want information on that stuff and you want to know when we're doing those things... Go ahead, send us an email, send us a tweet, message on Twitter, asking us for the link for the Discord, and then, you know, you'll get it, and then you'll be able to do that. But other than that, I think that's a show. Yep. Yeah? Yep, everything seems to be good. (laughs) All right, so uh, I'm going to go ahead and and thank our Patreons, Mr. Batfleck at the supporter tier, our producers, Kingflip, Papa Ruck, and Discord admin, WildcatDad17. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at BTWPVP Podcast. You can email us at BTWPVP at gmail.com. Uh, our Patreon is patreon.com forward slash BTWPVP. We have a merch store with t-shirts. That is teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash BTWPVP. And I think that's it. That's, you know. I think I got all of our stuff. Yeah. (laughs) And then, yeah, that's it. Uh, So thank you everybody for listening to the BTW beginner to winner PVP podcast. I am Astro zombie nine, five, four. And I am Daniel Magico. And until next time, good luck and get good. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.